0: this is the news from the lord
1: hello america this is jeffrey lord with another edition of the did he really just say that the word of the lord when i attended cpac the other week that would be the conservative political action conference in orlando florida i had the opportunity to hear president trump up close and in person. Among the many things he said in his speech, a speech which received thunderous cheers and applause, was that America now had a quote, corrupt political establishment, unquote. Former President Trump is right, and I will detail in a moment. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoor, outdoors, all day long, and I do. They're made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. Made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new MySlippers. The MySlippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code JEFF. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, let's get into former President Trump's spot-on point that America has a corrupt political establishment. Let's start with a recent front-page story in the New York Post. The other day, the Post front page headline read, in capital letters, Spies who lie. The intelligence experts who falsely discredited Hunter Biden's laptop and still won't say sorry. Unquote. Now recall that back in mid-October of 2014, the Post had a major league scoop as the Trump-Biden presidential campaign was going full tilt. The post front page had a photo of Joe and son Hunter Biden with this headline next to it, also in all caps. Biden's secret emails, and then it said, Revealed, Ukrainian exec thanked Hunter Biden for, quote, opportunity to meet, unquote, Veep Dad. The source for this major story was, now famously, a Hunter Biden laptop that had been taken to a Delaware computer repair shop and left there. Eventually, the computer store owner took the time to look at the contents and was astonished. Hunter famously has a seriously troubled background as a drug, alcohol, and sex addict, and there were numerous shocking, disturbing photos on the laptop that graphically revealed his problem. But there was more. Oh, so much more. As the headline indicated, it was plain that in the words of the Post reporters, quote, Hunter Biden introduced his father, then-Vice President Joe Biden, to a top executive at a Ukrainian energy firm less than a year before the elder Biden pressured government officials in Ukraine into firing a prosecutor who was investigating the company, according to emails obtained by the Post. Unquote. The Post noted that, quote, The blockbuster correspondence, which flies in the face of Joe Biden's claim that he's, quote, never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings, unquote, is contained in a massive trove of data recovered from a laptop computer, unquote. All of this, that being, of course, from the New York Post, was bad. It was a documented revelation that a vice president of the United States and his son was using the then vice president's influence over American foreign policy in Ukraine to enrich his son and himself. And then, presto, the Post posted their story on Twitter, and Twitter removed it and shut down the Post Twitter account. And then the political establishment of which Trump spoke this year at CPAC kicked in. A mere five days after the Post story appeared, 51 decidedly establishment members of the American intelligence community, ex-CIA directors, Pentagon officials, and the like, put out a letter that said this, and I will quote directly from their letter. We are all individuals who devoted significant portions of our lives to national security. Some of us served in senior positions in policy departments and agencies, and some of us served in senior positions in the intelligence community. Some of us were political appointees and some were career officials. Many of us worked for presidents of both political parties. We are all also individuals who see Russia as one of our nation's primary adversaries. All of us have an understanding of the wide range of Russian overt and covert activities that undermine U.S. national security, with some of us knowing Russian behavior intimately as we work to defend our nation against it for a career. A few of us worked against Russian information operations in the United States in the last several years. Perhaps most important, they go on, each of us believes deeply that American citizens should determine the outcome of elections, not foreign governments. All of us agree with the Founding Fathers' concern about the damage that foreign interference in our politics can do to our democracy. It is for all these reasons, they conclude, that we write to say that the arrival on the U.S. political scene of emails purportedly belonging to Vice President Biden's son Hunter, much of it related to his time serving on the board of the Ukrainian gas company Burisma, has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. Unquote. Now, these establishment elites were not alone in pushing this line either. They were quickly joined by the establishment media. Specifically, that list included the New York Times, MSNBC, The Daily Beast, NBC News, The Washington Post, Mother Jones, and CNN. Every one of them pushing the idea that the Post story, the New York Post story, about Hunter Biden was all Russian disinformation. Then they ignored it as it continued to unfold in the pages of the New York Post. And no less than Joe Biden himself said this in a presidential debate with Trump when Trump accused Biden of being a, quote, corrupt politician, unquote. According to the Washington Examiner, quote, Biden responded by claiming there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said this is, has all the four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties say, what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except him and his good friend Rudy Giuliani, unquote. Trump retorted, you mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? Biden claimed that. That's exactly what I was told, unquote. Now, which is to say Joe Biden looked the American people right in the TV camera eye and lied, and he is still doing so. This was demonstrated just the other day in a story from the Washington Examiner that headlined, quote, White House won't say if Biden stands by Hunter Biden Russian disinformation claims, unquote. But now? Uh-oh. The other day, no less than the New York Times ran a story, buried back on page 820, that Hunter Biden had Quote, paid off a significant tax liability even as a grand jury continued to gather evidence in a wide-ranging examination of his international business dealings, according to people familiar with the case. And lo and behold, unquote, and lo and behold, what did the Times cite as its source? That would be the self, self-same laptop that was at the very center of the original Post story, confirming that, yes, indeed, the New York Post story was accurate. The laptop was indeed Hunter Biden's, and there was zero Russian disinformation involved. Okay, there's more on this story, and there will continue to be more as the story unfolds. But I would suggest that there is a much larger story here, that being the corruption of the American political establishment. Think back to the web of political corruption infecting the FBI and Justice Department. The people who used their power in the federal government to target then candidate Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign, continuing on with his targeting once he became president. Recall, too, this headline from The Washington Post on January 31, 2017, a mere 11 days after Trump took office. Quote, Resistance from within. Federal workers push back against Trump. Unquote. That story reported this. Quote, Less than two weeks into Trump's administration, federal workers are on regular consultation with recently departed Obama-era political appointees about what they can do to push back against the new president's initiatives. Some federal employees have set up social media accounts to anonymously leak word of changes that Trump appointees are trying to make, unquote. And as we speak right now, the U.S. Senate is considering President Biden's nomination of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson for the Supreme Court. Judge Brown, of course, was picked by Biden because he insisted he wanted to nominate a, quote, black woman, unquote. A black woman? But wait, recall the name Janice Rogers Brown? Judge Brown, an African-American woman, was nominated by President George W. Bush for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. Democrats led by then-Senator Joe Biden, filibustered Judge Janice Rogers Brown's nomination to the court for two years. Recall as well when the first black justice of the Supreme Court, Thurgood Marshall, retired. Democrats immediately said this was the, quote, black seat, unquote, on the court. They got their wish. President George H.W. Bush nominated the African-American Judge Clarence Thomas to replace him. And the left went crazy doing everything to defeat Judge Thomas, not to mention humiliate him with scurrilous, unfounded sexual charges along the way. Judge Thomas, furious, famously confronted his tormentors, tormentors, including Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Joe Biden, by saying this. Do you have anything you'd like to say before we begin? I understand that uh, your preference is, uh, which is totally and completely understandable, that we go one hour tonight, 30 minutes on each side, is am I correct in that? That's right. Do you have anything you'd like to say?
0: Senator, I would like to start by saying unequivocally, uncategorically, that I deny each and every single allegation against me today that suggested in any way that I had conversations of a sexual nature or about pornographic material with Anita Hill that I ever attempted to date her, that I ever had any personal sexual interest in her, or that I in any way ever harassed her. A second and I think more important point, I think that this today is a travesty. I think that it is disgusting, I think that this hearing should never occur in America. This is a case in which this sleaze, this dirt was searched for by staffers of members of this committee, was then leaked to the media, and this committee and this body validated it and displayed it at prime time over our entire nation. How would any member on this committee, any person in this room, or any person in this country would like sleaze said about him or her in this fashion? Or this dirt dredged up in this gossip and these lies displayed in this manner? How would any person like it? The Supreme Court is not worth it. No job is worth it. I'm not here for that. I'm here for my name, my family, my life, and my integrity. I think something is dreadfully wrong with this country when any person, any person in this free country would be subjected to this. This is not a closed room. There was an FBI investigation. This is not an opportunity to talk about difficult matters privately or in a closed environment. This is a circus. It's a national disgrace. And from my standpoint, as a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves, to do for themselves, to have different ideas, and it is a message that unless you kowtow to an old order, this is what will happen to you. You will be lynched, destroyed, caricatured by a committee of the US, U.S. Senate rather than
1: hung from a tree. I could go on here, and on and on, but let's close out by saying that when you add all of this together, the lies from those 51 so-called leaders of the intelligence community about Russian disinformation and the Hunter Biden scandal, lies eagerly repeated in the media coverage of the scandal, the use of career government bureaucrats in the FBI and Justice Department to spy on Donald Trump's 2016 campaign and then his administration, the concerted effort by other Washington bureaucrats to disrupt the then-new Trump administration in 2017, the racism directed at the nominations of Black conservative Judge Janice Rogers Brown and Justice Clarence Thomas, and oh so much more. What is perfectly clear is that the elites of the American political and media establishment are corrupt. Whatever else the Hunter Biden scandal has surfaced in terms of influence peddling and alleged payoffs for the, quote, big guy, as Joe Biden Sr. was uh, referred to, this scandal illustrates vividly that Trump was right when he used his recent CPAC speech to go after what he called the corrupt political establishment. Whether it's lying ex-intelligence figures or lying journalists or scheming bureaucrats, what America now finds on its hands is a thoroughly corrupt ruling class. The late Angelo Convilla, the former professor emeritus of international relations at Boston University, famously touched on exactly this problem and just how America's ruling class elites work in his 2010 bestselling book, The Ruling Class, how they corrupted America and what we can do about it. Long before COVID and the advent of Dr. Fauci explaining that he is science, and long before Vladimir Putin took a close look at a weak, frail Joe Biden and decided to invade Ukraine, Kovia was saying this of the elites who composed the American ruling class. From Atlanta to Seattle, today's ruling class was exposed to a narrow, Uniform set of ideas and adopted a set of habits and tastes, as well as a secular canon of sacred myths, saints, sins, and ritual language. The class's chief pretension is its intellectual superiority. Sound familiar? Its members claim to know things that the common herd cannot. It confuses its own opinions with, quote, science, unquote. While most Americans pray to the God who created us in his own image, our ruling class prays to themselves as saviors of the planet, and as shapers of mankind in their own image. While the ruling class thinks that Americans are unfit to run their own lives, most Americans have noticed that our ruling class has lost every war it has fought, run up an unpayable debt, and generally made life worse, unquote. Events since Colvia wrote that some 12 years ago have snowballed, but one seemingly disconnected incident or event after another over the years has validated Angela Codvia's point in spades. In his own fashion, as in that CPAC speech, Trump is making the very same point. A while back, Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson and Iowa Republican Senator Charles Grassley teamed up to produce what was called an interim report to investigate the Hunter Biden scandal. As the UK's Daily Mail reported, quote, the report accused Hunter Biden of cashing in on his father's role as vice president in the Obama administration, but found no wrongdoing on the part of then-candidate Biden himself. In a separate interview on Sunday, Johnson signaled interest in restarting the investigation if Republicans were to take, a majority, take back the majority in the Senate in November's midterm elections. Unquote. Well, bravo. Senator Johnson is exactly right. But this time around, I think the investigation should be expanded to pick up on Trump's point. America is now dealing with a corrupt political establishment, a point that is vividly illustrated by the spies who lied that Hunter Biden's scandal, scandal was the result of Russian disinformation, that the media elites who covered for them should be investigated as well, and the parade of those from the likes of Silicon Valley and corrupt Washington bureaucrats. It's time more than time to understand that America has a serious problem with this decidedly corrupt political class, and it's time to do something about it. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming. See you next time.